She rushes forward with a confidence few of us will ever understand, and what may seem to be impulsive decisions is actually her fearlessness, a trait so natural to her she can't remember a day she didn't have it, because it's been there since the day she came from her mother's womb. And welcome to the Malbolge. This is Regarding Spawn, the world's best Spawn podcast. I'm your co-host, John Fisher. And I'm your co-host, David Williams. And I gotta I gotta apologize right at the top here, Johnny. Um if I uh go for <clears throat> it end up coughing or you know having a, a weird smoky voice. Um the news has been telling me for the past couple of days. I've been inhaling uh the equivalent of uh, a half to a whole pack of cigarettes all day. So, uh, the world is on fire, <laughs> and we got the smoke in Chicago. Well, if you think about it, though, this is Canadian smoke, Canadian trees. Spawn's a Canadian comic, so, like, the most purest spawn would be made out of Canadian paper. So, you're basically inhaling spawn. So, our spawn is in danger? Our spawn's not in danger. Well, a little bit, but just the, just the pure you've been inhaling the purest version of spawn that you possibly yeah. can. The purest version of scorched spawn. Scorched. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely scorched. It, it felt like I, I was texting you that it felt like the, the scorcher out there battling Urizen. It was so smoky in Chicago with all that Canadian wildfire Man, stuff going on. It's, it was it's wild. wild. It's like a... Like, if you ever just, like, randomly lick your lips, it's like, why do my lips taste like bad barbecue? Oh, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Everything is on fire. <laughs> it's very weird. There was a... Somebody took a drone downtown a couple days ago during the, the super, super smoky day, and it was a pretty cool video that I saw. Nice. That's that awesome. awesome. I'm surprised they didn't get arrested, because I think that, that shit's super illegal. <laughs> They get very particular about drones in major cities. Yeah, I actually had to help uh, our friend Brian move that day, so I inhaled <laughs> a lot of smoke, I bet. Oh, man. Oh, oh, that. I was actually thinking about that. I was sitting at work. I was like, man, Johnny picked the worst day to help somebody move. Hey, but I got one of those burritos. Oh, so yeah. It was you got to tell us about it. I've been talking these burritos up in the, the shout-out section. It was delicious. Garcia's burrito is huge. I got a veggie burrito, add cheese and avocado. Mm -hmm. It was great. Nice. It was giant. It had the best, like this, like neon green kind of creamy looking sauce, salsa you can uh -huh. put on it. It I was think, great. Uh, Gave me the energy to help move all Brian's weights. <laughs> He's got so much gym equipment. Um, yeah, if, I know. Well, if I you're know. in the store looking at the salsas, the creamy green salsa is usually referred to as guacamole style. It doesn't have any avocado in oh. it, but they call it guacamole style. Okay, because I like that. It was good. There's a company in town that makes stuff just exclusively for, for the grocery stores, and it's got, like, the hottest salsa I've ever been able to purchase from a grocery store, and it's great. AZ Foods, if you're listening, or in Chicago... They got good shit. <laughs> AZ Foods. 
Well, we've got some good shit for you guys today because we got two issues straight out of Spawn's universe mm-hmm. for you. A classic. Mm, <laughs> it stretches the name of the word classic. We'll get I, to I it. I don't know. I don't uh, know. Uh, there have been some classics that, like true classics, that are about this uh, level. We're um, also spoiled. We've been in like reading this new like Spawn, all the new stuff, which has been really firing all cylinders. So we're a little spoiled mm-hmm. here, um, but. So that is a short way of saying the first issue is Spawn 306, the first appearance of Raptor. Maybe that's why I was so sour on it, because it was like, all I heard was, oh, it's the first appearance of Raptor and all this stuff. And I knew it was like kind of a valuable, hard to find issue. And then I was like, eh. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We could, we could dissect that when we get there. We'll get to it. And then the second, and that is all the way back from the far off land of, I believe, February... 2020 or maybe it's march let's see march 2020 oh boy <laughs> imagine imagine being locked in your house the nba just shut down leading to the actual beginning of people thinking covid is wrong and you're like man i can't wait to get home and hole up inside there for months with this good good issue of spawn and then it's number 306 <laughs> I mean, it's aptly titled Prophecy of Death, so I guess that's good for March 2020. <laughs> the Todd Father does have his finger on the pulse, if nothing else. <laughs> sure does. And our second issue up today is a much better, as speaking of firing on all cylinders, uh, much better, awesome issue, Scorch mm-hmm. number 17 from April 2023. So just a couple speaking months Speaking of Scorch stuff. Speaking of breathing in Scorch. <laughs> I can only imagine that... Outside is what it looks like after after um, you know the scorch took on those uh, oh crap I I just keep thinking of the sentinels but they weren't sentinels sin uh, devourers uh, that's totally what it looked like after they fought or after Omega Island or after uh, Javi shot the the dirt to to accent to make one of the wolves look like him. Um, so that way he could... Or after... I don't know. I imagine they go to the grocery store and this shit happens to them. <laughs> you think they send Mark to get food? Well, they they can't send Mark to get food because he can't get out of that house in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> they probably just order it. Maybe he just, like, drones it in. <laughs> they don't really address the eating so, besides the earthworms of spawns. So what they, what they probably do, Johnny, here, here's a little bit of, of what I think happens. Um is they wait until the grocery store is closed, so they have to choose a non-24-hour place, so they ain't shopping at Walmart or nothing. Um, and then they just shadow blast in in the middle of the night. and, <laughs> and Oh, and just grab all yeah. the snacks. Mmm, tasty. <laughs> they, just, uh, they just have like a whole bunch of Funyuns and Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Definitely flaming hot Cheetos for the Scorch. I mean, come on. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they got. I imagine ha- Taylor introduced Javi to flaming hot Cheetos, and he's like, "What are these?" <laughs> yeah, either I heard something one time that if like a pioneer, or like a pilgrim person, had a Dorito, they would die. <laughs> you think that's true, um, Science Man? I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, probably make them sick. It would maybe. Probably be very unpleasant for them, um, but I don't. Uh, they they probably had pretty pretty ludicrously high tolerances for for bad things because they used to have to eat like rotten meat on the regular. Uh, yeah, and I can only imagine how bad that screws you up. Yeah, Ugh. I don't know. Ugh. I never I don't eat a lot of rotten meat. Yeah, I don't know. 
if you've if you've ever eaten any rotten meat, <laughs> email us about well, your I experience have. to pod at gmail.com. Yeah, if you've got some maggots in it, like Spawn would like. <laughs> Spawn Spawn would actually he would like the the dirt cup we used to get as children, only with real worms instead of the gummy worms. Like exactly, I love man. a dirt cup. Speaking of Spawn, uh, he's barely in this issue that we're covering for <laughs> stuff, so that's great. Yeah. Makes me miss all those Earthworm days. Yeah, oh man. But, you know, that's not to knock. There's some good covers here, and David, you're gonna kill me. Why? Uh, did you just spill spill something on something? No, I didn't spill nothing on nothing. But remember, I thought I didn't have this issue, and you got me a copy off eBay. Uh-huh. I did have this issue. <laughs> it was, uh, I thought I didn't have it, but I did. Well, now you have, did, was it the same cover too? Cause that would be a little, no, it's a different cover. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Awesome. So I owe you a copy of spawn three Oh six. Keep it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. David was really kind. So I bought all these spawns <laughs> off of eBay and uh, basically to fill in like two ninety, there was two lots, I think for the same guy. It was awesome. Like he was obviously just dumping his collection from that time, but it was a great deal for me. And I got like two ninety six through like three thirty or something. And uh, there was a three oh six in there. I thought there wasn't. There was David. When I was complaining about that, I didn't have three oh six. He got me one off eBay, and uh, now I have two. But one of them's they're different covers, yeah. so. Um, uh, thank you. David. It was it was too good of a deal to pass up because you say it goes for like forty, is what you said. Yeah, I got this thing for like fifteen bucks, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's a great deal. Yeah, yeah, it was a great deal. It was a great deal. Well, Waller, this one is a really you know interesting. It's nice to like highlight these when they're interesting because the price on this one, this one is a key issue, you know, mm-hmm. because it's Raptor's first appearance. Everyone thought this was going to be some big deal. I I mean, obviously, by where we are now, I don't think he was that big a deal. Yeah. Because um, he's not around. I, I, but My my prediction, Johnny, is he gets COVID. <laughs> so we'll go through the covers like we normally do. I just want to say the price on some of these because they're insane. So there's four covers for this. Okay. We got the A cover mm-hmm. is, I don't, so the ones I have, I have the first up, the cover B, the Matina. Okay. Um, if you see that one, it's like Spawn reaching up into the sky, but he's like kind of, he's like, it's like he's a statue. He's like the Statue of Liberty. He's giant. And he's like next to a city and like he's like being built or like decaying. Are you seeing this one? No, that one's, that one is not in this trade paperback that I, that I have, Johnny. Oh, nice. It's awesome. Uh, but it's just like this really cool Matina, like it's just like Spawn is the Statue of Liberty, and that's the that's the one I got in the bundle um, that I bought off eBay. Uh-huh. Then the one you, I got another one here, the one you got me, a three hundred six, is the version cover of a uh, cover C, which mm-hmm. is the Virgin Tan and McFarlane, mm-hmm. um, which is like the version version of the cover A. It's got Spawn and Raptor there. Swan looks great. Tan, I really like his art. Tan really does um, do good art. It's... I guess it's Tan McFarlane, so I don't know who did what. I guess maybe it says in here. No, it says Philip Tan. Oh, so Tom McFarlane did another one. 
So those are the two covers I have. The A cover is just that version cover that I have, mm-hmm. but with like the spawn text, mm-hmm. and it says like prophecy of death and everything. The with trade dressing, as um, they call it. Yes. Uh, and then the D cover is by McFarlane. It's just a close up of Javi smoking a cigarette. Yeah, I've I've got that one in the back of this trade paperback, and it's pretty great. It's not as great as the the three hundred five medieval close up, but it's very good. So according to cover price, the Javi one is worth one hundred and fourteen dollars. <laughs> just wait, David. The A cover is worth about forty. Okay. The uh, B Matita that I have goes for about 29 Okay. The one you got me is about 36 now. It was 40 but now it's 36 All right. Then there's a final combat cover that is a picture of Spawn from Mortal Kombat, like, just from the game. Average price, $1,500. And it has, like, a diamond next to it because it's, like, super rare. But I guess this was like a super rare one. I saw someone got it on Instagram not too long ago, and they're like, "I can't believe I finally got this." Oh man! But on Slab, it goes for like five thousand dollars. So, holy in October twenty twenty two, it sold for five thousand five hundred dollars a nine point eight slab. <sighs> I like Spawn, but man, man, that's Johnny. I'm just gonna come out and say it. That's. Even more ridiculous than paying three million dollars for Mark McGuire's seven seventieth home run ball. <laughs> <laughs> One might say it is uh, because it's a uh, paper. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Uh, th- even though Mark McGuire's uh, legacy is tainted by steroid use, it's still a better, uh, still something that's more fun to reflect on than is issue 306. <laughs> yeah, I'm, and I'm, I know, that's the thing. It's like, it's always like things that are worth so much for like such a kind of a crappy issue. But I just, I'm curious about the story behind that combat one, that Mortal Kombat that's worth $1,000. Now, now that now that I've broached the topic, um, the there was an old TMZ article uh, that I, that I shared with you. Um, about uh, they talked to Todd McFarlane about the three million dollars he paid for the baseball, and he was like, "Even if it was a bad decision, it was excellent." He's like, "I've gotten so many opportunities because people are like, I just want to see that ball." <laughs> He's like, "I'd never sell it ever." So that's that's oh, the thing. Oh shit! What? That's why it's worth so much. This is crazy. Okay, what happened? So it's the Variant NetherRealms Mortal Kombat DLC Game Edition. It was intended for distribution at the 2020 Final Combat Live Gaming Competition in Chicago. Oh, geez. Which was canceled due to the COVID-19 lockdowns. Damn. There's a concern that someone's holding these issues back to establish a scarcity perception and elevated price point because uh, no one knows much about them. Oh, and then there's a quote. God, this is crazy. Okay. <laughs> this is great. We're doing a good job. So there's a quote from Thomas Healy. Okay. There was a small event to begin with. Only a couple of under issues were produced, and it was canceled to the public, but was held in private for players. There are less than 50 copies distributed by the event to the players in their plus one. All the other, that and free swag was, tracked, was trashed due to the cost of shipping it back to the Mortal Kombat offices. Um, so we say there's probably 50 copies exist in the wild. I hope that helps. Man, Johnny, how awesome would it have been if we were in the position we are now at the beginning of COVID and that they were like, we're just going to trash this. Be like, 
Can I just come swing by the convention center real quick and peek in that trash can? <laughs> that's crazy. So that's why it's worth so much. Interesting. That story wow. is awesome. That story is better than the story in the book. <laughs> and it ties into all the COVID. I know. Man, we're really dis- – dis- this is addition on this one. <laughs> I'm going to laugh when, as we go through it, we end up liking it more than we think we do. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's so like those a, are the covers, the complex history of the covers with that Mortal Kombat variant. So now, if you didn't know, it was made for an event in Chicago that was canceled, and there's like maybe 100 were made, maybe 50 were given out, and maybe 50 more exist. And they might have been thrown away. Nice. I'd like so to So they think. don't really know who's selling them or where they're coming from. Some people have reached out to players directly, evidently, it says. Wow. I would like to think that there's a, a custodian from the convention center just sitting on a pile of these being like, they're worth how much now? <laughs> they're worth how much now? <laughs> I'm retired. He's just, he's just, he's, I could see him, see them walking with a stack of comic books going into a bank downtown and being like, I need a safety deposit box, sir. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, so those are the covers. Oh. You got the McFarlane, the Matina, the Tan. And the Mortal Kombat that is very rare. Nice. Going through the rest of the credits, we got script by Todd McFarlane and Philip Tan. Mm Mm-hmm. Whole bunch of inks. Whole bunch of them. There are four people on inks. Jeez. Philip Tan, Jonathan Glapian, Daniel Henriques, and Todd McFarlane. Huh. I don't know what that means for covers or for everything or what. No, that, that usually would mean for interiors. I got a people on inks. I got a bone to pick with that, Johnny. What? Jonathan Glapian isn't isn't listed as an artist for anything in the credits of the trade paperback that this particular issue appears in. Uh oh. That's no good. That's no good. Oh no, no, okay. We're there just discovering is. all these spawn secrets this week. No. Spawn secrets. I'm just dumb. It does say here at the very bottom additional inks. Jonathan Glass. Oh, gotcha. Ooh. Thomas Ely got one up on you. You try to get, you gotta wake up pretty early in the morning to get one on Thomas Ely. I guess I guess I owe him a hams and a shot, don't I? Yeah, we said next time he's in Chicago. Thomas Ely, come hit us up. I owe you a, a boilermaker. Chicago handshake. Uh we've got plot by Philip Tan and Tom McFarlane, so they did the script and the plot. Wow. Man. Lettering by Tom O, Tom Orzachowski. That dude, that dude's just cranking it out. Colors by Sonny Go and J. David Ramos. Mm-hmm. We already went over the covers. Mm-hmm. Creative director Todd McFarlane and John Goff, editor-in-chief. Mm-hmm. And then down in the little corner, we have our publishing coordinator, Thomas Healy, the little publishing coordinator that could, that eventually became editor-in-chief. <laughs> Hell yeah. He thinks he can, Johnny. And he That's did. That's got to do. Yeah. He did. He became the editor-in-chief. So, oh, David, we got another long one. Okay, take a... It's like an inch long. Oh, man, take a little break if you need to to get into it. I might. Mm. Take a sip here. All right, wet my whistle a little bit. Ahem. Previously in Spawn. Spawn and She-Spawn race to save Eddie from the dangers that hunt him in the aftermath of a violent mass shooting. Arriving in a once quiet North Dakota town... The duo find themselves confronted by a pair of vengeful heavenly soldiers in human disguise. Worse, a secretive cabal inside the Vatican has dispatched medieval spawn to capture or kill Eddie. 
As she spawn fights to protect Eddie, Spawn faces off against the armored medieval Spawn, killing the hulking knight before a strange new threat emerges in a cliffhanger ending that continues now. That's kind of cool. I like how he says that continues now. Yeah. I mean, it was... If if I don't know if you remember us talking about it, uh, but the cliffhanger was kind of forced, so it's not like we're yeah, it was just it was just like whoa, some goops coming out of his head. Ah! It was it was very uh, what end of issue seven, or no end of issue nine, where he just like disappears from the alley, <laughs> and Coleos like, just dead? like I'm gonna keep on trucking over here, gonna take this strawberry ripple. Get out of here. Waddle away. <laughs> that's back when that's back when Coleostro was cool, y'all. Man, you Coleostro used to be cool. What happened to you, man? I don't know. I guess we never should have trusted him. Yeah. I don't know. He was just so jovial and nice. And you know, he knew what he knew what Al was going through without Al telling him anything. How could you not trust him for look at that face. He used to have a good face. Yeah, he was like his Obi-Wan Kenobi in the movie. Man. Well, so continuing now, as it says, Spawn's getting sucked into that goop. Yeah. And it has a asterisk, but my mine has an asterisk with nothing to asterisk to. Mine also has an asterisk with nothing to asterisk to. I'm, I'm assuming they meant to say last issue. Yeah, probably. And this this issue does end as a lot of classic issues of Spawn did with... Al asking questions. What's happening? Jessica and, and Reaper are there trying to keep him from falling into this big blood portal. Big old thing of goop. I do like shocked. She's spun and Reaper now wonder what the hell they're going to do next. <laughs> I love this next page too. The, um, the black like spawn getting sucked in is awesome. Oh yeah. It's like he's falling, but then he's like, wait, I'm not falling. No, wait, I am falling. Wait, am I falling? It's very nice. Yeah. It's it's very disconcerting not having anything around you to tell whether you're moving or not. And Philip oh, Tan yeah. gets that sort of sensation across very well here. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Um, and he hears this voice in his head telling him all this stuff about resisting. You've gone through too much. Not after all these years. He's hearing all these voices. You realize he's hearing it as this new person? Yeah. Uh, it's it's hard to tell whether it's like a direct plea from one person. Well, it's hard if it's like a transition where like like they're like talking his. to Al or if he's hearing someone pleading to Raptor. Yeah. A lot of questions in this issue. Yeah. yeah. But then the same, the same word echoes across a time barrier, Johnny. So that's supposed to be a little linking. And we're in a Earth of the future. And there's this dude. Yeah, we got Raptor. He's doing the he's he's doing his best Nightwing impression for his first appearance. Um, oh, he's showing his butt. He's yeah, he's giving us giving us a good look at those hams. But first, then he says, "I'm not Al." Or wait, no, I'm Raptor on your left. So it's like it's like. Like the portal was basically putting Al in a virtual reality mask, and so now he's his consciousness is woken up in this body or something. Yeah, basically is what yeah. happened. Yeah, it's like their consciousness remelded for a second while he was joining, and that's why Raptor got a little confused. It's like it's like it's like Spawn said, 
my mind to your mind. My thoughts to your thoughts. Here's my favorite part of the issue is that we cut to Raptor and he's fighting this giant kaiju guy. Yeah, this giant kaiju guy is great. He looks, he honestly looks like a Diablo villain, Johnny. Yeah, he does. He really does. Either that or he looks like, uh, like if there were a science fiction version of the Lord of the Rings where, uh, Sauron was able to put his eye on like a mobile body so he wasn't <laughs> tied that to the tower awesome. in Mordor. <laughs> and like there's this whole anime scene with like a female companion yelling help. Yeah. To him like yelling advice like it's very anime. Yeah. It's, she's somehow like not crushed under the massive amounts of rubble being strewn about absolutely everywhere. I just love that panel where he throws him like that. That you see the scale of the creature yeah. in the city. I really like that a lot. Reminds me of like Pacific Rim or Attack on Titan. Yeah. Apparently, this creature, this this big kaiju, is the Legion of a Thousand Angels, Johnny. Of course. That's its. That's its name. You didn't know that. Well, not until I read what it was. Oh, he's the Legion of a Thousand Angels. Yeah, I know him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows that guy. Yeah, there's been like 40 movies about him. How, how could you not know? Uh, sorry, David. You you mentioned Diablo. I gotta go. <laughs> well, since since this guy is obviously an established kaiju, uh, Pluto TV is about to put out a free channel with nothing but his movies on it. So I can't <laughs> wait that they're doing that. Pluto TV is doing a Godzilla channel. It should be out by the time this episode's out. Man, it's going to be crazy. So much, so much Godzilla action. Yeah, I saw a list of all the stuff they have access to. It's a lot. I love Godzilla movies. There's so many Godzilla movies, it's wild. Like, you think there's a lot of James Bond movies. Hold your horses for a second, dude. Let's do James Bond versus Godzilla. Oh, I'd take Godzilla every day. I'd take Godzilla over King Kong. So, Godzilla over James Bond? No contest. Yeah. <laughs> I would take... I mean, I don't... Godzilla, like, in a fight, or, like, which I prefer? Both. Uh, in a Both fight, Godzilla? There's, there's no I, I way... I would Jam- prefer James Bond. There's no way that James Bond could sweet-talk his way into sleeping with Godzilla and I don't know. Away. She was a mom in the Matthew Broderick one. I'd like to think that Godzilla has 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 different tastes than, than very, very oiled-up British spy... <laughs> the the syphilis added addled James Bond. <laughs> Although that Daniel Craig might might make her uh might be a weakness. Daniel Craig, good James Bond. Hot take. Yeah. That uh that last movie was really good. Did you see it? I I know I haven't seen it. The last You haven't seen it? The last new James Bond movie I saw was Casino Royale. Okay, he's great in that, but you should see yeah. No Time to Die. Uh, yeah, I probably should. It's great. It's just it's it's just so so much easier to get a hold of the older ones, and yeah, they just don't do it for me like they did as a kid. I liked them as a kid. I liked Roger Moore. I liked I liked Pierce Brosnan ones still. I like uh, Timothy Dalton. I guess I like them all. <laughs> yep, like Johnny. It <laughs> I sounds, just every. I like James Bond. It sounds to me like you are a James Bond fan. I am, I am, I am a James Bond fan. I would say I am. Speaking of James Bond, uh, they got that uh, the the ripoff of James Bond, Indiana Jones Five, is coming out. Because <laughs> you know that's how Indiana Jones started. Is Steven Spielberg was like, I really want to do a Bond movie, and George was like, I got something better than James Bond. Oh, I, yeah, I didn't know it was James Bond related. I did know that George Lucas wanted to do 
something like one of the adventure serials he grew up with. So, yeah, he was like, I got James Bond. You don't need to do James Bond. We got our own James Bond. And that was Indiana Jones. And, you know, it, it almost you could have gone the way of James Bond where you just recast it, you know, it could have. It could have. But uh, but it didn't too iconic. <laughs> I guess I'm going to see that on Tuesday or Wednesday. I'll go see Indiana Jones 5. It's like going to a fucking funeral. <laughs> can't wait for all the CG faces to drive me insane. Yeah. I can't, I can't wait to see the text you send after. <laughs> I'll let you know. It can't be as, can't be as bad as Crystal Skull. Yeah. Can't some be. parts of The first half of Crystal Skull is okay. Hot take. That's a real hot take. Yeah, the... My favorite, my favorite thing from Crystal Skull Total is uh, them saying they have us seeing communists in our soup, which makes me laugh because he's probably he's probably referring to tomato soup, which is red. It's red. <laughs> my favorite line in Crystal Skull is when Shia LaBeouf's walking around his apartment and he goes, "What are you like 80? <laughs> David really avoiding talking about this issue. <laughs> I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. Um, I don't know. So like they're crashing around with this heaven guy. And then he like he gets he's losing himself to the madness, Johnny. Um I don't understand how their powers work. She somehow is like boosting him or something. Yeah. Raptor disappears for some reason and she's abandoned and then the Oh, what's his name again? Legion of a Thousand Angels is just towering over her. And then she can hear his voice. And yeah. so her name's Claudia's, by the way, which is a hilarious name. Yeah. Claudia with a Z. And then, and then while Raptor is being confused about whether he's Raptor or Al, Claudia's is now being confused about whether she's Claudia's or Wanda? What are you saying? Who's Wanda? <laughs> Who's this Wanda you're talking about? <laughs> and all of this is happening while the Legion of a Thousand Angels is just like raising his fists to bring it down on top of her and then and then he just explodes like from the inside he uses his love he like goes inside and she thinks of love and he explodes him from the inside man it's like it's li- it literally looks like he's the White House in Independence Day. <laughs> and, he, and he explodes out of him, and he's got chains, and she's covered in goop. So here's my theory here. Do you think maybe, remember how they like threw out like, oh, his powers are from Obsidia? Maybe this is an Obsidia hell spawn. I don't know because because in the future all of the necroplasm has been used up. Maybe I don't know. Maybe they decided to use Obsidia. It's like propane. Yeah, I don't know. Propane and propane accessories. You're either an obsidian man or you're a necroplasm man. I, I do like that uh, when he has his chains and he's coming coming out of the wreckage, he's got like the head or the equivalent of the head of the Legion of a Thousand Angels. The crown, right? Yeah. Definitely very Diablo-esque. All right, I got to go, David. <laughs> I don't know why you're not just playing right now. <laughs> I could be playing while we're recording. Yes, yeah, there's some passive things I could be doing. Jeez, Johnny. Good call, good call. Okay, I would have booted up. <laughs> just, just you got to put it on mute so that way we don't get uh, copyright infringements for the the noise. Yeah, I know. I don't want to get the, the, the yeah. No, don't want that to happen. They're having a conversation about like what happened, but it's not clear. Their explanation about what happened doesn't really make any sense. Uh, Raptor starts talking about the invasive memories that swallowed him, um, and that's. 
that's a fright that's a frightening concept invasive memories that's that's even worse than the intrusive thoughts <laughs> then we cut to maybe the more most interesting part of the issue for me where i was like what's going on here yeah cut to a prison an unknown prison complex there's a man who says he's going to basically take down raptor and then, and then what, what does he say he's going to do after that? Well, this man's asking this other man, and he says he's going to make them scream. It's Billy Kincaid. Yeah. I, I, was, I, thought you, I thought you were going to put on your, your creepiest Billy Kincaid and do a little performance for us. No, I was, I was still talking about the first man. Sorry. So in this future, Billy Kincaid's alive. Billy Kincaid is creepy as shit, as always. Yeah, we don't know, we don't know who this other man talking to him is, though. Sure don't. Another cool concept. We get a big old moon with a hole in it. It looks. It literally looks like the Legion of a Thousand Angels got hungry and mistook it for cheese. Took a big chomp out of it. Yeah. I remember there were these snack cakes, like Hostess snack cakes that they sold in the '90s that had a bite out of the corner, <laughs> like designed into it. The idea was like this one cartoon bear took a bite of everyone. That's hilarious. Thought it was pretty cool. Oh, the '90s. Them two talking about you know. The world is shit. Did the people who made the world shit realize the world was going to be such shit? And how they miss being normal. And their hands are slowly creeping toward each other. They're getting closer. And they're getting closer. And then they're finally holding hands and they're bonding. And it's beautiful. It's a little love story. When you get a little background on like what's going on in this world, there's angelic harvest. There's uh, people severing their minds, their bodies. Cannibalistic demon feasts. There's a lot going on in this future. Everybody's everybody's families are dying. They're they're staring into each other's eyes, and then her head gets sliced off. Slice. It's so... yeah. <laughs> it's sliced right off. I I must say that this did affect me quite emotionally. These these last couple of pages here are pretty pretty touching and it's just like the sudden yeah. loss after the the realization of a connection that's been there that you just didn't realize it does it does hurt a little bit yeah and also it hurts because spawn accidentally did it yeah because it was spawn that did it he was just thrashing around yeah he's like what the hell's going on i'm just i'm just punching at stuff because i don't know what's happening i don't know what's growing back here he's holding raptor's head which was the head that was in medieval Okay. And then he, it's like they meld and Raptor grows from his old head and appears. And then Spawn says, my head. (laughs) I don't know why. And then he, Uh, he looks, he looks so much like Kraven the Hunter here. It's pretty awesome, actually. You see that trailer? Uh, I haven't watched the trailer yet, no. Looks kind of goofy. The the best part about Craven the Hunter is that he wears a vest made of a lion's face. <laughs> yeah, you gotta love <laughs> it's it. It's like split in the middle. Oh man, there's a. So like, his he regrows, and either they've like they're in the black goop, or land, or, or yeah. they're in the present, or they're in the future. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, next there's supposed to be answers and ultimatums next, Johnny. So. Well, they kind of give, like, an apology for this issue. Not apology, but so that I have the spawning ground since I have the physical copy. Uh-huh. It's titled A Beautiful Nightmare, The Future, and Spawn. 
It says, this issue, part one of the two-part prophecy of death story, may seem like a detour, a sudden violent turn in an unexpected direction. That is intentional. They want the readers to be as confused and disoriented as Al by the strange introduction to Raptor, Claudia's, and the Heart of Heavens. Well, succeeded. Uh, a, a success in the uh, most literal term of the word, um, without any of the <laughs> fanfare or emotional attachment that goes with the word. <laughs> and then basically the rest of the spawning ground, this is John Goff mm -hmm. doing this, but he's just writing, kind of hyping up what's coming. He says that there's this story, then after that we'll have Ken Lashley coming back to do some art after this, he says, for a four-issue arc that promises new heroes and allies, new and old villains, and new limits and dangers to Al's erratic powers. And he says there will be a new global status quo soon, excited for the future. So they're talking about all these spawns and everything, the universe coming. Nice. If, uh, if there were pundits for the, the spawning grounds, old, old uh, third pundit himself, um, his name is escaping me, Jesus. Wow, Rock the Shock Fennel. Rock the Shock Fennel. Rock the Shock Fennel would be yelling and complaining and spitting and losing his hair over the coming New World Order. Um, the new Spawn's Universe Order. And then it has a little preview for next issue. It says, Prophecy of Death Part 2. Who is Raptor and who is responsible for the hellish future he calls home? So I guess we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out. Maybe uh, we'll like this issue more in light of the next issue, Johnny. Who knows? Maybe. Stranger things have happened. And then you get uh, all the ads for the trade paperbacks here. And they have an ad for toys I haven't seen before. Mm. Which is the Mortal Kombat toys. So it has Spawn, Raiden, Johnny Cage, Scorpion, Sub Zero. So to tie into the Mortal Kombat of it all, you know, you know who the Todd Father needs to make a Mortal Kombat toy of? Uh, Christopher Lambert's Raven. Raven. No, 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 no. The little Toasty guy. Just the guy that pops in <laughs> and says Toasty. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, that would be great. That was. <laughs> what a bunch of dorks made Mortal Kombat. Literally. <laughs> Just a bunch of nerds doing nerd shit, getting drunk over in Avondale. And that's all it was. And punching and kicking. Yeah. And hiring the cousin of somebody that I know to do all the, the actual fighting. All the oh, original right. mocap. Forgot about that. He still comes to town and does the uh, clinics where he teaches people to fight with the, the stakes on, on, on ropes. Nunchucks. Uh, no, not nunchucks. Um, it's like, it's like a like a like a a big heavy arrowhead attached to a big long rope. Oh, like can, I know what you're talking you about. Swing it around and then like you can kick it to hit stuff or, yeah, he's it's amazing That's to cool. watch. If I ever tried it, I would hit myself right in the face and maybe lose an eye or a tooth or something. <laughs> Almost as rough as losing an eye or a tooth as we just got through issue 306. Like pulling teeth. Sorry, we're going to piss off all the Raptor fans. What if we find out everyone's like huge Raptor fans? Like the next issue is like hey, amazing. Johnny, Johnny, that's that's community engagement. They will at least be sending us angry emails at regardingspawnpod at gmail.com which that's true. is more than they're sending period right now. That's true. Get us some angry emails going. Raptor sucks. <laughs> hey, if you bought that Mortal Kombat issue... You're a poop head. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No. You're not no, a poop head. Not a poop head. 
uh, just you could have maybe you could maybe give us some money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should start a Patreon. Yeah, we should. Uh, so that's three oh six, baby. Three oh six in the books. <laughs> Next up, to wash that taste out of our mouth, we've got Scorched. To blast that taste out of our mouth, more like it. Oh, man, yeah. It's like like getting a high-pressure hose blown in your face. Scorched number 17. We're going to explode that taste right out of our mouths right off the bat, Johnny. And it starts off with a bang, the issue I'm reading, with the Mark Brooks cover. Yes, it does. That's what mine does, too. With a banging looking Jessica. Yeah. We got Jessica front and center. We got half of spot of Al Simmons from a previous issue. Uh, yes. We've got most of Redeemer in his his uh, his nice little power stance. This version of the Redeemer suit, absolutely incredible. Yeah, it's like, really nice. The shinier. It's real nice. It's real nice. We got we got most of Cygor with his uh, little Frankenstein stitch. And his mouth is open wide. Lots of skulls. Lots of skulls. And cog. Cog, yeah. Almost nice cog though. Yeah. Well, he's got the hat. Yeah, he's he's got a he's got an evil twinkle in his eye, but it's at least pre sin cog. Pre sin cog. Uh, Yeah, this is great. These remarkable covers are epic. It's like if there was a movie, these would be the movie posters. Yeah. Yeah, a pre a Jessica's pre- got the hands on the hips, just like fuck with me, I dare you. A pre sin cog implies the existence of a pre cog sin, which means we could probably uh, get Tom Cruise in like the third or fourth Spawn sequel, Johnny. Oh, because the pre cogs from Minority <laughs> Report. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, there is a pre sin or some kind of weird sin in this, so you're maybe not be wrong. Precin, could you imagine precin? You are you are in violation of having committed a precin. You you are about to you're about to have impure thoughts, sir. What other what other covers were on this book, Jenny? We got a B cover uh-huh, uh-huh. by Francesco Tomaselli. Hell yeah. And it is a nice looking uh plague spawn cackling. <laughs> He's got like some flames in his mouth. Uh, exclusive interview from what was it comicbook.com came out this week with Jason Bloom. Um, of, oh yeah, we have to address this of Bloomhouse Productions. Literally, literally quoted as saying the Spawn movie is in very very active development. Um, basically, the only thing holding it up right now is the writers' strike. Still very excited to get it done. There's still movement on it. Um, he he hopes for a 2025 release. He says he says that's not a promise. That's just what he hopes. So let's get these studios to stop being jerks and pay their writers, so that way we can get our ding dang spawn movie, Johnny. And then ding dang spawn movie. Can you imagine? I'll lose my mind. And then they can do the Marvel thing where they've got the spawn universe and can start making like genre pictures within this universe, and then we can get a straight up. Well, I guess all of them would be horror. You know, never mind. Because they're all going to be horror. Because this one's... 
they have said that this one's going to be more of a horror movie than a superhero movie. I just want to see Plague, mm-hmm. Plague Spawn be like... Oh, no, that's what we need, Johnny. We need a Conjuring-style movie with <laughs> with Patrick Wilson. And, oh, wow. And uh, Via Formaga, Formagia. Oh, that was a terrible, terrible pronunciation. I think it's Vera Firminga. Firminga. Um, tracking down a plague spawn <laughs> and putting it in their museum. <laughs> yeah. That would be great. They beat, they beat La Llorona. They can tackle this dude easy, Johnny. I'm curious. I'm curious if it'll be closer to that one that almost got made where he's talking about how like Twitch was the main character and stuff. Cause remember there was that like treatment that he was talking about. Mm-hmm. that was like 10 years ago. They almost made. It'll be interesting. There's a, there's a lot of ideas. It'll be, see what they decide to put in there. Um, yeah. And they got some new writers. And I, th- I imagine the, the way that the universe is heading in the comics is probably changing it too. Cause he's like, look at all these characters I got. Yeah. I would be, I would be much happier with being like, I kind of wish that this character would have been in versus being like, why is everybody in this? Because that's, that's really, uh, probably. You gotta start small scale. I hope it's a small scale. Yeah, that's that's probably one of the biggest dings against the '97 movie, is that they were like, we have all this, we're gonna get all of this in the movie. They do a good job of getting like, the history of Spawn to that point yeah. into the movie, like. Stuff's everywhere, but I mean, it's it's too much for the pundits are in it. <laughs> white Terry is in it. White Terry's in it. The great White Terry, the boring White Terry, the wet noodle White Terry. Sorry, DB Sweeney. Yeah. Oh, definitely not cool enough for Wanda. <laughs> nope. I hope I hope to be cool that that cool someday. Not cool, but like like take it in by cool people. I hope to be as cool as Sean Lewis one day. Who's on the script plot for this issue 17 to Scorch? Damn, Johnny, this I that's too cool. I don't know. You might you might burn yourself up trying to be that cool. I know. Uh, I'd be too cool. I'd be hot. Uh, and Todd McFarlane is writing additional script on this one. Mm-hmm. We got the King of the Scorched, Steven Segovia. Mm-hmm. Doing Ulysses Arioli on covers. Mm-hmm. Lettering by Anne World Design. We already covered the covers. Creative director, Todd McFarlane. Editor-in-chief, Thomas Healy. Mm, hey, look at that. See, it didn't take very long for him to become editor-in-chief. Johnny, it only took one. <laughs> no, was, there's... He was publishing so coordinator in one issue. <laughs> there's three years between these issues, David. Jay, what are you talking about, Johnny? There's been like... There's a whole ass pandemic. Yeah, I just read that other one, though. So it's like it was just written for me just then. And then this one was written for me just now. That's not how these things yeah, work. That's, you, don't, you, you don't know how time works. Time doesn't make any sense anymore, Johnny. I only measure time in issues of Spawn. Yeah. So um, this is the exact opposite. I get a nice easy one here. I was about to say. <laughs> Previously in Scorch, Monolith has arrived and all hell is about to break loose. That Johnny, man, you got to take a breather after that. That was too long. Woo. 
Take take five. All right, I'm going to. Woof, that was rough. No, you can't. You can't go take a necrosig now. You'll you'll stop and play Diablo for forty five minutes before you come back. Yeah, that's the thing. You can't turn it on and play less than like forty five minutes. I'll never. I'll never get get you back to the record before we both got to go to work. <laughs> yeah, well, before ne before next time, I'll get a TV set up in my closet here so I can play at the same time. <laughs> that'd probably be healthy. Yeah, that'd be fine. I mean, so we we open. On the earth. The pale blue dot, Johnny. Dun, dun, dun. The pale blue dot. The marble in the sky. The men in black marble in the bag. We're made of star stuff. And this is... Oh, the men in black marbles were galaxies, though, not planets. We are. Yeah. We all are made of star stuff. La, la, la. <laughs> we're all made of star stuff. We are, indeed. Um, we got some hurricane-level storms that we're seeing over here. Odd wind patterns, Johnny. Odd wind patterns. Damn it, Johnny. <laughs> you know what we don't need right now? Some odd wind patterns. We really don't, because they're bringing they're, they're probably bringing in that smoke too. That's probably why they crash here. Yeah. Although, right right now, as we speak, that wind's pushing the smoke more towards Indiana now than than Chicago. So, ha, suck it, Hoosiers. Take that. Ha. Ha. That's what you so get the space shuttle works. is the frontier. Was the original mission was designed to travel beyond our solar system, but not, not gonna happen. But not monitor hurricane storms. <laughs> nope, because they, I guess they were leaving and they're like, "What the hell's going on here?" And like turned around. Yeah, yeah they're like, "Just come back, just come back, just come back." Uh, and then there's, so so we've seen um, the Omega Island incidents from the space station. Um, this is not the Omega Island event. This is something else. This is not coming from a single point on Earth. This is coming at the Earth. And, and it's, it's like, it's 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 creating a shape to it. Yeah. Something is wrong, Johnny. Dangerously wrong. And then we cut back to... Well, speaking of Omega Islands, Johnny, we cut back there. And uh, we got Monolith, who, uh, having already started in the fun, uh, is talking to Medieval and Jessica... I like how he just has, like, a couple of bodies hanging in his hands. <laughs> like, kind of like he was playing with his action figures. And, you know, he doesn't think he's to like, drop them while he's talking, so he's just holding on to them. <laughs> yeah. Got two dudes in his hand. This is where we discover, or I guess it may, he was set up earlier, so people may have already known this. This is where I discovered. Monolith is from another universe. Mm -hmm. uh, his planet. Well, he's about to explain what happened to his planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Space shuttle explodes. It's seen everywhere. Yeah. All across the globe. A third of the globe sees it. Yeah. Man. That's wild. I couldn't imagine seeing something that a whole third of the world can see. It's got to be a big-ass explosion. Then it pulls back as these guys are burning in the shuttle, and we see the mark on the world that they were seeing being formed. Yeah, they, they said uh, it's a beacon to draw forth the the pestilence that Monolith is talking about. The hunters, he calls them. Mm-hmm. And some call them planet eaters, and they're like these big locust things with like a million eyes, and they're going to eat the planet. Yeah. I like I like how Monolith has like a projection powers so he could show them what the what the mark looks like. See for yourself. He's got his PowerPoint presentation ready. Yeah, he's got like a little, he's got like a little portable, portable projector, and he's like, "Hey, I need you to hold to hang this bed sheet up real quick." 
just uh, did a little higher over there. Yeah. Okay, good. Awesome. <laughs> Why is it so bright out here? Make it darker. And so he's basically saying these things are going to, like, do some biblical shit to the world. And Jessica asks him, what do you propose we do? And we cut. Yes. Where our, where our three villains are, let's see, we got, what's his name? Necro. Necro. Mandarin and mm. Love mm-hmm. are here. And they're digging around in some ice and some permafrost. Yeah. Then on the outskirts of Limbo. And they're going to release a virus. They're they're also wreaking havoc in lots of places. There's They're, they're uh, crashing crashing the uh, Ocean Gate ty- uh, Titan right there. Um, they're yes. causing an avalanche. <laughs> they're laying waste to a city. They're killing some bearded men. Yeah, we're spawning all this. Jeez. I don't know. It's a good question, Johnny. Good question. But where's Urizen? He's he's chilling back in his bone pile. Yeah. He just woke up and, you know, he needs to he needs to collect his thoughts. It just takes a long time. You know, and he's, he's talking to this sin armor. Mm-hmm. And this is my theory that there's either been other sins and this has happened before, or like sin is like some moniker that happens every once in a while. Yeah. Cause th- uh, I don't know. It just seems like that's the case. So maybe there'll be more incarnations of sin that we haven't seen. Maybe. 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 I mean, there's obviously setting up something here. We have no idea what's, you know. We yeah. know sin's out there. He's not dead, so that's not that's not Cog. Yeah. But it looks very much like a Cog-type sin person, so. Mm. Or yeah. outfit. Because cause it's definitely not a person no more. It's bones. <laughs> And uh, then we cut to the wild Tega forest in Russia. And Johnny, did you know that the Tega forest has crabs? I didn't. There are, there are land crabs in this very, very, very cold forest region. That's something I learned in high school. Very exciting. That's cool. Yeah. Land crabs. I'll have to land look that crabs. up. Well, if uh, Brett Booth was doing it, there'd probably be like land crabs skulling <laughs> along in the background. <laughs> Man, I think I think if Brett Booth were drawing this book, he would still be drawing like issue six, and he'd be like, "Ah, slow down." <laughs> I gotta put more detail in. And Mandra's just like, "Why don't we just murder everybody?" And they're like, "No, yeah, we want to like... control them by making them sick and scared." Yeah, and uh, Margaret loves using her power to like. Uh, she's using her powers the same way they use the shotgun shell in the machine at the beginning of Jurassic Park. Um, to create waves so that way they can see what's underground there. Or where they shoot into the ground. Yeah. Um, I like how she refers to him as her beloved, her beloved I Necro. Know. My beloved Necro. Gotta love him. Yeah. So he shows up and he offers pestilence by releasing some hell, hell locusts. Yeah. Oh, man, these guys are gross. Man. And they, He's attacking a Russian church, basically. Yeah. And they, like, crawl inside you and turn you into, basically... I feel, I feel like there's another... Oh, oh, that's right. It was, uh, it was a Red Sonja comic where, uh, where there's, there's hell locusts that literally, like, stingerize you in the back of your skull and then they take over your body. That's kind of what these guys are doing. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And then you get some good Book of Revelations quote there. Yeah. So, oh, man. But just as things are at their worst, the city's burning, people are turning to locust people. 
who appears in this awesome two-page spread, but the Scorched! The Scorched! All four of them now. Well, half of the Scorched, because remember, they're split up into two groups now. They're split up into two groups, right, right, right. We got, we got Redeemer and Medieval and Jessica and Monolith, and all the boys are going face first, and Jessica's Jessica's going feet first, because, you know... She's smart. <laughs> she's she's like, I don't want to land on my face. <laughs> I want to land on my feet. <laughs> uh, Monolith says, kill everything you see, regardless of what it is. They're all tainted. So they pop in. They, they do. Necro's like, ah, welcome. Yeah, and Jessica's trying to be all tactical about it. And Monolith's like, nah, no, no tactic. Just fucking smash. Uh, Just slaughter. No tactics. No tactics. Yeah, no tactics. He starts killing all these locust-infected people. And he's just... he's. Punching and throwing them around, and whew, man, he's 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 like uh, smashing body parts off. That's great. There's this dude that's just like half a dude. This guy's lost his leg. The rest of the scorch are just watching, and they're like, "The hell!" They're just like, "Damn, okay." <laughs> I like how every time Monolith does anything, everybody's just like, "Oh, you could do that." Well, I guess we should help. <laughs> they're always stunned into silence. I know, because he just, like, rips into things and rips people's heads <laughs> off and throws them at people. and He has such glee to it, too. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like Monolith a lot. A I do, too. Lot. He's a good guy. Maybe not a good... Nah, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's, good he's guy. killing zombie people. He's, yeah, he just likes to kill zombie people. She realizes... Jessica realizes it's just a distraction. Uh-huh. So she's like... She senses something. So she's like, I gotta go. Yeah. So she sees a portal opening above this church that we were talking about. It's very, it's very like cutscene in um like a PlayStation One video game. I can just kind of see it flashing and strobing a little bit. It's very Ghostbusters. Yeah. Hey, it's Marvel. It always ends with a portal in the sky. Every every there's that theory that every like Marvel DC movie the last ten years all end with a portal in the sky. It happens a lot. Yeah. And then we get our opening quote where Jessica's just running fearlessness since the second she was out of her mother's womb. Yeah. She's running like... into battle. <laughs> it kinda it kinda does make me imagine just like a, a baby I know squirt like like flying out of its mother and just like ah <laughs> like a football into danger. I'm the most fearless baby of all time. <laughs> Bites its own umbilical cord off. I'm Jessica Priest. I gotta go kill Al Simmons. Man, Jessica Priest is a badass, and it's great. Um, and Johnny, Love since becoming a mother herself, that trait has only become hyper focused. So hyper focused. So Jessica, and what she sees, what's this portal? It's our three jerks. Yeah, summoning Urizen. And uh, they, they <laughs> it takes three of them to do the the job of one Heimdall here, Johnny, because they're making like a a rainbow bridge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're making like a rainbow bridge to suck in Urizen. Yeah, and it looks like it looks like Margaret Love is is not really offering very much comparatively. <laughs> yeah, she's just zapping a little bit of red power. Yeah. Oh man, lanky ass Mandarin spawn logo. I know he's all lanky. <laughs> man, and then we got the spawning grounds, which is it's fan a fan art. It's a fan art week. It's real nice that uh that clown's real creepy there up on the upper left. Um, oh, he's real good. That that left in the middle medieval with uh the Malbolgia behind him is 
choice. I wish I could see that bigger. Yeah, me too. I think that's my favorite out of this set. Oh, definitely. That middle that middle Jessica's pretty good too. I do like the sketch of like the painted sketch on the right of Jessica on the throne with the sniper rifle. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Cause yeah, that's straight up the throne that the the unhomesman made for uh for spawn in the alley. Yep. That somehow the unhomesman had access to body parts? Trash and body parts? So weird. I think Spawn has the body parts. <laughs> so weird. Could you could you imagine being, you know, mid nineties, living in the alley with some guys in this weird dude named Al in a Halloween costume? And like you just find some body parts and you're like, Yeah, I could put this in a chair for for Al. <laughs> Who was the main architect of that? <laughs> Bobby. Yeah, definitely. It was Bobby. He was running around collecting body parts. He he would get so drunk that he wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, but Bobby doesn't so much ask questions. He's just like, oh, who's, this- the bo- who's, who's the who's who's the the guy who um who took the bottle off the dead body? No, I think that was Bobby because Bobby was oh, so just dis- Bobby. Bobby was so oh yeah, they left the alley. Yeah, because yeah. it was after it was after Bootsy left, and Damn. he just like didn't know what to do with his life anymore. He had to drink. Man, Bobby. Don't collect body parts for Spawn, Bobby. <laughs> I've said it once before, and I'll say it again. I would read the shit out of a Bobby miniseries. <laughs> Let's go. Sean Lewis, Bobby. Bobby. Spawn's Bobby. It can even be, it could be like four issues, and they don't have to be like sequential. They could be like different sections of, of Bobby's life, and then like. The last two could be right before Bootsy gets taken away by the angels. And the last one is just Bobby post Bootsy being like my best friend of the world. He's not here anymore. He's gone, man. And then it ends with an ad for medieval spawn figure. Yeah, it's it's such a good figure, Johnny. I like to just stare at it at work. Yeah, I put him front and center on my shelf here. Such He's a good great. Figure. Uh, that's that's, that's score seventeen. Bing bang boom. I think I think you know what time it is, Johnny. It's time to rate these puppies. It's time to rate some puppies. So okay, Johnny, rating these puppies. Spawn three oh six to cover first. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean to say positive. Like, I like the art a lot. Yeah, I like the kaiju guy throwing raptor. Mm-hmm. Um. That's about it. If if they did that thing that they do sometimes where they put a special edition of the book out that doesn't have the words on it and it's just the the art, this would be a this would be a four a four book for me. Absolutely. I mean it would almost make just as much sense to me. It yeah, yeah. It really would. It, it would lose nothing, <laughs> unfortunately. The art unfortunately. is art is amazing. And who knows, maybe the next issue will clear everything up, but, like, it's just, after the momentum of being with the spawns and everybody through the hell hunt, it was just, like, uh, Yeah, came, it came this? to a, a, a crashing halt, and not even just a crashing halt, like a, like a shoehorned-in crashing halt, like... Yeah. Like, instead of being sudden, if it were super sudden and not kind of, like, jammed in there, it would be better but like the fact that the previous issue basically stops and then they 
have to spool the action back up again to be then like, oh, hey, and this sudden thing happens. That's, uh, it starts on a yeah, bit. Yeah, I don't know. It starts on a bit of bad pacing, so. So what are you going to give this? It's just kind of a weird story. Um, I'm going to give it two, uh, one, I don't know, 1.5, uh, $1,500 $1, comic. <laughs> So I'll get a 1.5 spawn Mortal Kombat. Because that was the best part was that story about the Mortal Kombat cover. Man, what one and a half fifteen hundred dollar comics is what? Like twenty two hundred bucks? That's nothing to sneak. Okay, about. okay. Maybe I shouldn't give it that. I'll give it <laughs> I'll give it one and a half. Oh no, I am just uh, saying that I would like twenty two hundred dollars right now. Oh yeah, okay. You could leave your rating. I'm not I'm not I'm not besmirching your rating. Yeah, I'm gonna one and a half Mortal Kombat covers. Nice. Boom. Nice. I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it two attempts at Nightwing stances. Um with those gams. It doesn't we don't even get to see the full globularness of of the buns. So it's like it's not even a real Nightwing stance. So mm. Mm. man. But uh Tim Tim Seeley, I like to every time I see him at a convention, I like to 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 ask him how he's doing with uh because he wrote he wrote and drew Nightwing for a few years. Um and he actually like the DC editors told him that he has to stop putting Nightwing butt in the issues as much. <laughs> so I like That's to hilarious. get I like to see how he's doing for uh like his um his his commissions, like how how's he doing on the Nightwing butts now? And he's always He's always just like buried in a pile of Nightwing butts that he's drawn. <laughs> it's great. Hilarious. It's great. And then second, we had Scorch 17. Mm-hmm. Um, a rollicking good time. Yeah. Big climax. Monolith throwing people around. Man, fucking Monolith. Love that guy. Love him. I'm going to give it 4.5. Baby Jessica's jumping fearlessly out of her mother's womb. <laughs> Oh man, just, just like, punching the doctor, just like a cannon. Yeah, boom, bam! Don't touch me, doctor. Yeah, it would be like in a, a Russian action film where they've got like the super slow motion shot of her actually punching the doctor with this little bitty tiny. Thing. <laughs> yep. Yeah, four point five. It's just a fun issue. I love Ur- I love uh, not Urzan. What well, he's fine. I don't give a shit. No, no, I love Monolith. He's he's hanging ho- he's hanging out in his studio apartment just waiting for people to call him to come do stuff, Johnny. <laughs> I know he's just chilling. Yeah, they're calling him and they are. Uh, but it's a great setup to a fun. This final, this next issue, this this Scorch arc is really good. Uh-huh. Um, Scorch has just been firing all cylinders for me. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been real. Good. What about you, David? I am gonna give it uh, four Scorched members falling from a portal in the sky. Hey. That's what I'm gonna give it. Can't get much better than that. No, no. I mean, the only the only way that that score gets better is if there's more members of the team. <laughs> That's true. And there were only four. Yeah. If this uh, split up. If this is the X Men of the Spawn universe, then we can expect that there might become two scorched books, each following different sets of the team. <laughs> hmm. hmm. Interesting. Thomas, part West, of West Coast Scorch. <laughs> It's just all the, all the ones that that can't live in New York anymore, or are just like self obsessed, have to form their own team on the other side of the country. <laughs> right. They're a little more Hollywood. Yeah. Nice. 
And somehow Hawkeye is in it. Ooh. I'd watch that. I mean, Jeremy Renner plays Twitch. Yeah. Yeah, that counts. Well, David. Hmm? Yes. If you recall. I can't. At the be- I know you can't. <laughs> you recall the, the, the synopsis, or the previously in Scorched, was Monolith has arrived and all hell is about to break loose. Okay. Yes. I, well, oh, guess yeah. what? What's, what's that? Monolith has arrived in my mail. Uh-huh. And I'm about to bust him loose because it's time for Todd's Toy Talk. That's right. Nice. I got in my triple pack of this wave of spawn that came with the Batman spawn action figure cover because I spent enough money. I only got the first tier. I didn't go all the way up to get the autograph. Uh, I got my monolith here. You're a bad nerd, Johnny. I'm a bad nerd. (laughs) You're a better nerd than me, but... (laughs) So the monolith is this big... He's the big figure this time. Mm -hmm. Huge package. (laughs) He's got a huge package, David. (laughs) Didn't mean to say that. Bonk. Speaking of mail bulge Monday. Yeah, speaking of mail bulge. Um... (laughs) It's oh, a McFarland illustration covers the back and front, so that's nice. cool. You can Excellent. definitely tell it's McFarland. Yeah, we uh, I the last time I was over there when we were splitting up the the bounty of Spawn comics, uh, I took a gander at him. Man, very impressive in person. I mean, it looks great in pictures on the internet, but you separated from that thing by just like the thinnest layer of plastic. Damn, it's a great figure, Johnny. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna shake him a little bit and get ready to bust him open here. Get out my handy dandy pocket knife. Uh, all hell's about to break loose, huh? All hell's about to break loose in my closet here. Watch out! Nice, nice. He's gonna he's he's gonna help you play uh, Diablo after this, isn't he? I imagine so. He's a big <laughs> enough figure; he can probably hold the controller. <laughs> all right, I gotta cut off all the little stickers here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I'm excited to get back to those issues where we introduced to Monolith, because we know he's introduced earlier. I just don't know much about him, but he's pretty cool. He's he's very cool. Uh, Alright, pulling it out. Pulling him out of the big package. Pull out the big package. <laughs> I have All a right. package for you. Oh my gosh. Oh god, this is like super attached. This is gonna oh. take a second. Okay. <laughs> they're they're like attached to the cardboard even. Oh man, are there like forty of those little bitty clippy things that hold his arms and legs in? Yeah, there's a bunch of them. How's how's right. the, how's the smell on this one? This one got a good smell. Ooh, let me give it a smell. Yep, nice and plasticky. Nice. Reminds me of the Sleepy Hollow figures I had as a kid. Those stank. Oh man. They're McFarlane. I used to I used to work in a bottle factory and it it sucked, but man, warm plastic immediately out of the extruder uh prob- probably killed so many of my brain cells, but it's mm, magical scent. Magical. Plastic and ink, some of my favorite scents. Mm-hmm. You buy Cut one of those off. You buy one of those paperback books at the at the the pharmacy, the drugstore. Stick your nose right in the middle of those. Oh, they smell so good. All right, I'm trying to get all these little things off is a little harder than I thought. <laughs> uh, 
Alright. Alright, one more. Okay, I think I got them all. Ooh, nice. Get him out. Whoa, here he Ooh, comes. Nice. All hell broke loose. All hell broke loose. Oh my god, he's huge. Hell. Oh, this is awesome. Broke loose. Super sturdy. He's super posable. Nice. Does he have Does he have one of those little spawn stands, or are his feet big enough that he just stands by himself? Oh, he has a spawn stand. I don't okay. think he's going to need it. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's oh, got, man. like, these big shoulder pads. He's got his glowing belt buckle there with Hell all his yeah. little, like, capsules. Nice. Looking pretty badass. Nice. Ooh, his toes are articulated. That's cool. Whoa. Like, is it one big flap, or are they individually? Or yeah, one big flap. Oh, okay, but okay. I, they're, they're all kind of like that, but his are just really big toes, so it's funny. I was about to say, holy crap, they're putting individual toe articulation? Man. And it does that really cool thing with the legs have, like, the kind of bendier plastic, so there's, like, no seams at all. It's really oh, cool. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give him a battle axe or something. Oh, yeah. Does he, oh, no, yeah. No accessories. The... No accessories. He's got a fist oh, in one hand. He's 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 not an accessory guy. He's just in there with his fists and his pummeling. Yeah, he doesn't have an accessory. He doesn't need that. So you have, uh, in uh in this issue of Scorch we just read, uh, he's got he's got like the the covers the fists plate on his wrist on one side. Does he have that in the figure or is? Oh yeah, he's got a, he's got wrist plates. Nice. He's got it on both sides though. Ah, nice. He's he's a little more symmetrical, but yeah, sweet figure. Nice. Gotta love it. You do. You definitely do. He's a good guy to love. We always like to love guys. Yeah. Um, we're, we're, we love guys over and here, gals. We're, we're we're loving we're loving guys. We're loving gals. We're loving the neither's. We're just loving, we're loving all the people. We love people. We love people that love Spawn. Yes. And every week, we like to highlight someone that loves Spawn. Yeah, we do. And this week, we got lucky enough, there was someone who loves Spawn that was featured in the Spawning Grounds of Scorch 17. Mm-hmm. And uh, who is that, David? Who is that? Who is that who indeed? Who is that? Who is that? Um, their their title is Maximum.Nor on Instagram over there. So, so Instagram.com slash Maximum dot nor and that's dot actual dot not dot dot and it's uh maximum nor comics comic book related stuff from jordan nor who's the mm -hmm. artist and he had that middle jessica in the spawning grounds that we highlighted um yeah. he's got a lot of great scorch stuff haunt spawn you can follow his other he also has just a normal account jordan dot nor mm -hmm. but that's linked in there but he's got a lot of cool stuff a really cool swamp thing yeah He's got he's got a, a pretty badass um, Wolverine is the first thing he has right now. He's just got like all the arts that we like, all of them. So make sure to give them a follow and uh, yeah. support their art. They've got some really cool stuff, and they got into Spawn, so mm -hmm. gotta love it. They got a nice little Angela there, man. They've been doing a lot of forbidden. <laughs> Angela's forbidden. You're forbidden. Um, and while you're over there on Instagram, make sure to give t.brian.voiler a follow. He does mm -hmm. our great music. Mm -hmm. 
he moved into a new place, as you guys know. I helped him move on Smoky Day, and uh, he's probably going to write some newer music for us Smoky. here soon once he gets situated, so look forward to that. Smoky Day should probably be his pseudonym if he ever starts making um, funk music. Smoky Day. <laughs> Smoky Day. <laughs> <laughs> and while you're following Brian, make sure to give us a follow uh-huh. at Regarding Spawn Pod. Yeah, We're dude. posting our toys. We got Malibulge Mondays where I take you through the Malibulge of pop culture. We got David doing reactions to the issues. We got lots of content for you. Yeah. We got co- pickups. We got toys. We got goofiness. We got it's everything. Fun. Yeah. We have fun with it. If you're not having fun, what's the point, Johnny? You know? Spawn. David, 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 David. What's, what's that? I got a secret for you. Okay. I'm ready for it. Spawn is fun. Oh, man. I thought you were going to tell me that Spawn is good because that is also true. Spawn is good and fun. Yes. It's good fun. It's fun good. <laughs> if you want to keep the fun good going, send us an email. Yeah. At regardingspawnpod at gmail.com. Um, you know, questions, comments, concerns. You just want to say, hey, drop us a line. Mm-hmm. Every week I like to ask a question to put out there into the Malbulge if you want to answer it, as we say. Uh, this week... I want to know what the most valuable comic you have is. Ooh, that's a good what do one. You th- what, what, what is the most, not, and maybe you could take that to mean to yourself, which yes, but I'm just curious if you have any, if any of our listeners have any of those $1,500 Mortal Kombat issues um, or anything like that, or what's the rarest thing that you have in your collection that you're proud of? I um, would just be curious to hear. Or like some random 1950s old ass issue that they found in the... In their in their parents' closet that only like twelve exist of anymore, you know. That's the dream. That would be great. Ah, hey, so Johnny, Johnny, what are you uh, what are you gonna be doing in a week? You got any plans next week? Talk to you about Spawn, I think. Oh, talking to me about Spawn? Hell yeah! Um, is this gonna happen before or after uh, after you see the new Indiana Jones? Because this will be happening probably I think... after. Oh, so that way you'll be uh less excited to talk about anything because of your brain will just be full of Indiana Jones and not spawn. Will it? I'll give my take. That's for sure. That's, um, that's what we're here for. Well, uh, so good, 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 good. Um, so, uh, so for next week, we're going to like, like we do every week, we're going to read two more entries into spawns universe, you know, a classic and a contemporary. Um, and what do you got? What do you got for us, David? What I got for us? Well, next week for our classic, we got Spawn 307, um, Prophecy of Death issue number two, part two of two. We'll see um, what happens here with this s- Raptor character. We will, we will see if that increases our like of 306 at all. Stay tuned. Um, and then our second book will be Spawn 341. I'm very excited to talk about Spawn 341, Johnny. This. Rory McConville is just kicking oh, it yeah. out of the park. You don't kick it out of the park. Is he playing kickball? Jesus. He's not kicking it out of the park. <laughs> I'm excited to revisit it. Yeah. Yeah. Those books again for next week. Spawn 307. Spawn 341. Double main title week. It's going to be excellent. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Also, just make sure to like, review, and subscribe in all the mm-hmm. places you can do that. And Always helps us can. get a little more visibility. And help spread the spawn words. That's what we're all about. Yeah, tell tell a friend. Tell a tell a coworker. Tell your mom. Hi mom. Hi mom.
<laughs> my mom's excited. We talked about Little Rock the other day. So oh, nice. I, I told her that episode comes out today, so she's going to listen to it. Oh, excellent. Excellent. They used to have a... Was it a... a like a, a replica of the Spirit of St. Louis, or was it a different... Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Man, Willow Rock was a cool-ass place. <laughs> sure was. Man, awesome. Sure is, probably. Probably still is. Yeah, I'm sure it is. If you're in Oklahoma, go to Willow Rock. Look at the shrunken heads. Tell them I sent you. Tell, tell the heads that I sent you. Yeah, they'll no, appreci- no, not Willow Rock. They, they'll appreciate it more than the employees at Willow Rock. They don't know me. But those heads... I've looked at them so many times. They they know. They me. remember. Yeah. They'll always remember. Oh, I can balance Monolith on my hand. He's standing here on my hand. Whoa, nice. Well, with that with that in hand, Johnny, <laughs> I think that just leaves me to say, <laughs> may the scorched be with you. And also with you, says <laughs> Monolith. Oh man, oh man, he's he's uh he's small soldiering on us. He's turning in small soldiering. <laughs> He's real life. He's like Detective Chip Hazard. <laughs> All right, I gotta go. I'm gonna go get my little tiny TV and hook it up on the wall here. Use okay. my spawn hammer from Medieval to nail it in, so I can mount it. So next time, either I or Monolith can play Diablo. What's that, Monolith? Oh, cool. He's gonna level for me while I'm at work. So actually, that'll help me a lot. Hell yeah. All right, all right, David. I'm out of here. I'm gonna go get a TV, hook it up. See you next week. See you, see ya.